Good afternoon, friends. How is everybody? I have uh, done a lot of sleeping today. It's been tremendous. Came in this morning and there were four drivers on a Tuesday morning. I was like, nah, son. So I called the owner and I was like, hey, is it cool if I jet? He's like, yeah, come back at five. So I've been I've been sleeping and chilling and chilling and sleeping. I don't know. I, I think my body just needs some time to just catch up. I need a uh, another quarantine. <laughs> we should just make it an annual thing. Just everybody just take a month off of work at least. But so I know today was supposed to be the education rant. Don't worry. Don't worry. It's coming tomorrow. Um, yeah. That's all I'm going to say about that. I'm not even going to like try to defend. Like, It's just it's coming tomorrow. Just don't worry about it. It's coming tomorrow. I'm off tomorrow, and I've got a few more finishing touches I want to put on it, and we'll be just fine. So, Hold on to your dick. It's coming. Just hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Um, not a whole lot going on today. There's a, um, I was unaware that this was coming up, so I don't, I don't know how much notice they had given him or what the deal was about this technically, but, um, Bill Barr, the attorney general of the United States, um, is either still testifying before Congress right now, or he just finished because it's absolutely all over the news um but um i was unaware of bill barr's connections to the intelligence community until recently here um bill barr's dad is actually the one who hired um jeffrey epstein when he was a young man to work for i forget what the name of the school was some elite prep school or whatever it's like it's like what is it um it starts with a d i can't remember what it is it's like dothan or something like that but um but yeah there there's a lot of really weird connections there that Barr has um and that Barr's dad has to the intelligence community and to all kinds of conspiracies and stuff and um it's always weird you know i mean conspiracy theories are are fun but a lot of times they're just complete horseshit and, you know, kind of a waste of time. But, you know, lately conspiracy theories are, like, pretty interesting because there's real evidence that various people are involved in various things. And they know other people very well and who are dirty or... Conspiracy theories are really, uh... If you're a conspiracy theorist, now is the time, man. Now is the time to be alive, you know? It's weird very weird very weird time all of a sudden everything is i don't know if it's because of the internet you can like look things up so easily or um i don't know it's very strange very strange time that we live in like here's like here's a headline for you anti-trump gen z republicans are mobilizing to save the dying gop what let me see. Let me see. Let me see. 
Dude, so weird. Up until two weeks ago, Sam Garber and Ryan Duquette, Duquette, I don't know how to say that, were scrutinized by their peers at the National Teenage Republicans. The duo from Massachusetts chapter of the Youth Right or the Youth Wing for the Republican Party made it clear they would not be supporting President Donald Trump in the November election. We didn't identify with his vision for the party and the future, said 19-year-old Garber, who chaired... Oh, he can actually vote. Okay. Who chaired Tara's chapter in his home state last year. Recently, another teen leader from Georgia, who Garber described as hard-right Tea Party, joined the outcasts in voicing his opinion about Trump. He said it. Similar guy from South Carolina then said it. And then a guy from Mississippi came out and said it. Garber said... Uh, what that started to show me is that we are all literally, literally at a turning point right now. Huh. Interesting. Gen Zers born after 1996 have, by surprise, taken over the country's political stage. Last month, thousands of teens organized through TikTok in efforts to thwart Trump's first campaign rally since the beginning of the coronavirus pandemic. I can't fucking read right now. Teens across the nation reserved tickets to the Tulsa-Oklahoma rally ahead of time with no plans to attend. The president walked out to a crowd much smaller than anticipated by his campaign. Well, that's just kind of mean. Since Gen Zers has proved their generation to be credible threat to the president's re-election, this is not the first time young people have influenced Trump's success. Okay. Yeah, I mean, they're getting older, right? Gen Z's like 20 now, right? Pretty much. I feel like they're not they're not kids anymore, right? When does Gen Z cut off? Does anybody know? <laughs> what are the years for Generation Z? Let's see here. Uh, between 1995 and 2015. Are you fucking kidding me? What? Seriously. Holy shit. 2015. Are you serious? Dude, there's gotta be... There's gotta be a differing opinion on that. I don't fucking believe that. I don't believe it. No way. Okay, this one says between 97 and 2012. That feels so much that feels so much more. Okay, what does Wikipedia say? Oh, this is really interesting. Wikipedia. Ba, ba, ba. Yeah, this is saying 12. Yeah, 15 seems fucking ridiculous. 97 through 12. Damn, dude. And then we've got... They're calling it Generation Alpha. Can we can we come up with some other shit? Please? Please. Come on. It's ridiculous, dude. X, Y, Z. Come on. Come on. Anyway. So, yeah, it's a weird time. It's a really weird time. 
they're coming of age. Can you imagine like coming of age in this time? I mean, the time that I came of age in was definitely uh, abnormal, and there was a lot of things that were changing, but it was nothing like this. Absolutely nothing like this. But, um, you know, okay, so here's something I've been wanting to talk about on the podcast for a while. All right, so what, how, how am I supposed to keep track of all the stuff that I'm supposed to keep track of in terms of conversational references? All right, and what I mean by that is like, if I'm listening to a podcast or if I'm, if I'm listening to somebody talk and they reference like, the Goonies. I'm supposed to have seen the Goonies to understand what that person's talking about. Do you understand? You see what I'm saying? Like, but there's so many of those references, and they're so f- far and wide-reaching. Like, we're talking about TV shows, movies, songs, uh, cultural events, history, all kinds of bullshit. Like politics. There's literally so much that I have to know to really understand a conversation that is free-flowing um, between people who are either older or smarter than me, or both. And there's like this anthology aspect to it where, you know, they would never expect you to have seen, you know, some super niche thing or whatever, but like they would expect you to have seen like the Titanic. Like everyone's seen the Titanic. You see what I'm saying? But like which ones are things, like, where's the line? You know what I mean? Like is there like a chart for this somewhere is there uh is this been organized before is it like it's just, it's a very it's a very common thing that's done in in conversation but uh is there an anthology and if not i want to make one so i think it'd be super cool i'd love to work my way through like if you told me if you watch these like 200 movies then you'll pretty much be caught up and you'll know what everybody's talking about whenever people, you know, make references to movies in their conversation. I would just start working my way through those movies, like straight up, no questions asked. I'd be like, cool, no problem. And I would, uh, you know, good, bad, stupid. I'd watch them all. I'd watch them all because it's, to me, it's super valuable to be able to understand those references and to be able to like operate on that sort of, you know, level of, of meta conversation or whatever. Um, same with music and with music, you know, I actually love music. So for me, I would love to know, like, you know, people reference like a Johnny Cash song and like, I know who Johnny Cash is, but like, maybe I don't know that particular song or people will reference, you know, somebody who I've never even heard of. And I'm like, fuck. And half the time I go and look it up and it's really good. It's really cool. It's really cool music. It's really good music. Maybe it's from a long time ago, or maybe it's just somebody that, for whatever reason, is a giant hole in my knowledge in, in music. Or maybe it's somebody that I've heard of, but I never actually took the time to sit down and listen to. You know, and it's like, there's this anthology, this conversational anthology that needs to be built by somebody for uh, young people who are coming up and wanting to participate in these sort of free-form conversations, these free-flowing, um, very casual, you know, because I'm talking about, like, you're listening to... Uh, the best example, the most brutal example, I should say, would be, like, listening to Eric Weinstein. You listen to Eric Weinstein talk to anybody, and he's just 
these references flow out of him like water, like water. There's just, it's a continual stream of stuff that, you know, sometimes I've heard of if I'm lucky, but a lot of times I haven't. I mean, I really have. I've never seen that movie. I've never heard that music. I don't know who the fuck that is. Like, and he's just, and he's using it to illustrate some grandiose point that he's talking about. And I'm like, God damn it. I don't know. I'm behind now. I'm behind. You know what I mean? And I either have to pause it. It's not unusual for me to pause that podcast and go listen to something. I do it all the time. Uh, it happens to me with uh, Rogan. It happens to me with all kinds of shit. And I don't know if it's just, you know, part of being young. I don't know if it's part of maybe growing up the way I did with not a whole lot of um, exposure to various uh, uh, non-Christian things. I don't know. I don't know. You know, I'm not I'm not necessarily mad at it, but I just I, there, there needs to be a way to catch up question mark <laughs> you know what I mean there needs to be a way to to study for this test that I'm going to be presented with um every day for the rest of my life you know what I mean so I don't know if that's a project that I'm going to start or if I'm going to maybe enlist some help with that um because the the, the great problem let's say we're going to do it the great problem then becomes is like okay what do you include and what do you not because if you ask a movie buff, like, oh, what movies are culturally significant, he's going to give you, like, 200 movies. If you ask, like, you know, a sociologist, hey, what movies, 200 movies are culturally relevant, he's going to give you a different 200 movies. If you ask some guy at the bar who loves movies and who watches loads and loads of movies, what 200 movies are culturally, you get the idea, okay? So, like, who's, who's 200 movies are we watching? Like, how can we... How can we accomplish this that's the most effective and truest representation of, you know, the the cultural, you know, sort of conversational anthology? How how to do this is really... Because, I mean, if there was a clear path forward, I would just do it. I would just start doing it. I would just figure out how to pay somebody or put up a poll online or... I, I would figure it... I'd figure out how to do it. Um, but... Uh, I don't know. I, to, to me, to me, the the mechanism is almost the most uh, um, difficult part. It's like how how in the fuck are we going to decide what music is is culturally relevant for the past hundred years? Like you want to talk about a divisive issue? You think you think politics is divisive? You ain't seen nothing, son. Like, dude, this is some. This is some tricky, tricky business when you when it comes to uh, figuring figuring that kind of stuff out. So, if you have any ideas, please let me know um, how to accomplish this or where to start or uh, how to think about maybe the mechanism. Please let me know because I I really am serious about want, uh, to, wanting to uh, get this project knocked out. I think it would be really helpful to a lot of people, and I think that um, maybe having it published online or uh, you know. Um, I think I think it could be a really I think it could be a really useful um, thing going forward. So um, anyway, I hope you guys are having the world's best Tuesday. I know I am. I've I'm actually rested for once. I feel good. I've got a Red Bull in the fr uh, fridge that I'm about to crack. I'm about to go into work, and I'm just feeling really good. And I'm just really happy. And um, <laughs> over the weekend I wasn't, and so I think that. Sometimes the rainy days make the sunny days that much sunnier, right? You know what I mean? So, 
I love you all. Thanks for listening. I appreciate you. Education tomorrow, coming tomorrow. It may come out a little late. It may be like a, it may be another five o'clock or six o'clock episode. It may even be like a ten o'clock episode. Okay, you get what you get. <laughs> I don't want no back talk. All right. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you so much. Bye.